You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Aprom Kipolevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. You've bought your tickets. The ushers are about to open the doors. Yes, the projection has smicha is about to start. But first, you've heard of me on this platform touting NRS, a great company whose many dedicated employees I get to see in action. NRS Pay has recently launched its new cost-cutting program called Cash Discount. The way it works is any vendor using NRS Pay Cash Discount has their sale register tabulating automatically a dual pricing, which offers customers a choice of a cash payment, which could result in up to a 4% discount over swiping their card. If your business meets the $18,000 a month threshold, there's absolutely no monthly fee to incur. NRS Pay Cash Discount makes it less expensive to accept credit cards, so you'll save money while helping your customers save at the same time. NRS is offering a time-limited deal right now on this state-of-the-art system. You'll get a free card reader with zero hidden fees, no long-term contract, and no early termination fee, which means you can switch your processing plan without penalty. NRS Pay is a proud part of the IDT Corporation that I've been associated with for over 10 years and has integrity built into its corporate DNA. I know its founder and officers and salespeople, and they truly stand by their product and will help you with live stateside-based customer service on any issue or question. Check nrspay.com for more information or call 833-289-2767. And now here's the projectionist, Hasmicha. Enjoy. Clear the aisles, the projectionist, Hasmicha. I'm here with the Kolakowski family. We're talking about the significance of television families, specifically the Keaton family, who are, I think, the residents of, of some mythical Ohio city. Where, Columbus, Ohio. They're from Columbus. Oh, they're, oh, again, they're not from a mythical city. They're actually living in Columbus. Right, exactly. And of course, ostensibly, the story is about Steve and Elise Keaton. But of course, the real stars of the show are definitely the children, especially one Michael J. Fox, who I guess this was his real entryway into stardom, maybe even superstardom eventually. And I know that the Kolakowski family are big chassidim of family ties, which was, of course, conceived by a Jewish fellow, like Gary David Goldberg, right? Yeah. He's, yeah. He was the person who thought of the whole program, and he was the one who cast all the different actors and actresses. And of course, Meredith Baxter Burney, she was married to a Jewish fellow for a while, David Burney. And of course, she was the original, uh, sort of the updated A.B.'s Irish Rose in a sitcom that I remember that took a lot of the Jewish world by storm. Bridget Loves Bernie. Right. Mayor Tejada wrote a whole article about that, I remember. David Bernie was actually the, one of the original stars of St. Elsewhere, playing a, a Jewish doctor. You know, Meredith Baxter, I think now she's a very big advocate for all different types of alternative lifestyles, right? I think after being married, she's she's attracted to women at this point. You could say that Family Ties was probably her most successful program. Clearly, it was Michael J. Fox's entryway into stardom. And I know that the Kolkowski kids, uh, why do you guys like the show so much? I mean, this show is a show that's over 40 years old. Why does the show appeal to you guys? Let's hear it's from always some... running in our house. I, I come home and that's all that's playing. I go to sleep. That's what's playing. It's it's Arabic. We have Family Ties going. I'll wait. Any of you guys want to explain why you like the show so much? I'll give my opinion. I feel like it can be relatable in some ways. 
obviously not most of the time, but in some ways, it is extremely hilarious. Like the timing and the jokes are amazing. The actors act incredibly well in the show. The quality even of how it's filmed is filmed so well and it's like so nice to watch. Like even as someone that was born in the late 2000s, it's interesting for me to watch like Mm -hmm. something that seems more high quality even though it's from the 80s. And it's just interesting to watch things from back then. Uh, so I, you're giving us sort of a multi-tiered answer. Who, who's, by the way, who's talking now? Is this... Uh, Faggy. Faggy. So Faggy, it's sort of like a multi-tiered answer. On one level, you're saying you just think it doesn't have the seams and rips that other television shows. It seems to be very well put together. Yeah. But you're also saying that it, it sort of speaks to you, even though your your family isn't like that. But you also feel that it sort of transports you back about 40 years and you get to see a little bit what life was like and how it's changed. Do you think, you know, you guys are raised in a Hasidic family, a very traditional, strong Jewish family. Do you see that there's any, do you, do you believe the Keatons had a certain, the same type of strength? What do you think? I mean, they aren't, they aren't particularly religious. I think there might be some episodes where they go to church. It's not their faith. What do you think keeps them so strongly bonded together? Well, I mean, their parents, their legal parents. Yeah, they they were hippies when they were like younger. So all they want is peace. So I guess what's keeping them together is like teaching each other. Don't like there's actually an episode that we just watched. Both parents get really mad at one of Alex's teachers at a PTA meeting, and they both they both punch him in the face. And then they regret it immediately because they're like, you shouldn't use violence. That's wrong. And then um, by the end of the episode, Alex is supposed to get like some written thing from him. So he uh, is like about to punch him. You can see that he has his hand in a fist, but he puts it down because that, like that's what his parents taught him. So I guess that's your answer to your question. That's a no, no, it's a good answer. In other words, basically, you feel that even though they've changed because they're no longer the hippies that they were 15 years earlier, they still have some of the idealism that kept them together. Steve, I think, is a, uh, a station manager of the public television station, at least so, yeah. right? What yeah. is it that Elise does? Does she have a job on the show? She's an architect. So she's sort of like Mike Brady. Are there any episodes where you see her dealing with architecture at all? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, there's yeah. episodes where it shows like her trying to balance a family life and a work life. Uh-huh. But do you ever hear her talking about because oh, you know on the medical shows, like the 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 protagonists in the program, whether they've been, you know, like you know, they've obviously been fed their lines of what to say, but you can see how passionate they are about curing people about diseases and trying to find stuff. Does she ever talk about housing? Does she ever talk about, uh, you yeah. know, she, she talks about what architecture is, about having homes that fit into the surroundings and and beautiful brickwork or 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 does she ever do that? I don't even remember ever doing that on the show. The, an episode where they're trying to knock down the first building she ever... Oh, they're knocking down one of the first buildings that she was the architect for. 
she's protesting it because it feels a connection to this building. It was the first thing. I was talking to your father off pod about how this is one of the programs that, you know, a supporting actor eventually became like the main character. Originally, it was mostly supposed to be about Steve and Elise and their son, Alex, of course, played by Michael J. Fox, eventually became really the the main emphasis of the show. And, you know, his growing up and his graduating and his life in college. Were you guys happy with Michael J. Fox becoming like the center of the program? Yes. Yeah. They met him, actually. I understand that some of you actually met Michael J. Fox recently. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They like are so obsessed with him that it yeah. doesn't really, <laughs> they don't care. So in other words, you like the fact that Michael J. Fox sort of took the show over. Yes. Now, we all know Michael J. Fox is not who he was. Not only is he much older, but of course, just about eight years after the Family Ties premiered, very much a young person, so only about 30 years old, he developed uh, the beginnings of Parkinson's disease, which he he hid for a number of years because he thought it would he wouldn't be able to get acting gigs, uh, but it was clearly affecting him in, in many many terrible ways. And you saw Michael Fox recently, and of course he's he's the subject of a documentary which is now showing on Apple TV called Still. I only saw the I guess the first half of it. I heard you guys watch the whole thing. Does it make you very sad seeing Michael young and vibrant and knowing now the type of struggles that he has with his issues? It doesn't make me sad. I feel like he's very strong. He doesn't want to be the Neb, and he isn't. Right, right. He's definitely, he is very anti being an object of pity, but he doesn't want you to pity him. So therefore you don't? No, Uh I don't. I feel like he is making the best out of a situation that he can't control. So would you say he's a hero for you in some ways? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I'm saying because, you know, you don't maybe have his difficulties, but maybe sometimes when you think about things being difficult and you can say, well, look what Mike Fox is doing. Look at the fact that he's, you know, he has to learn how to walk, how he has to train himself for things which we all take for granted and how open he is and how it makes you not want to be sorry for yourself. You know, a hero is something that can inspire you when you think of it. In other words, in in, in your situation, whatever it could be, you could say, look, I'm going to have that same type of strength. I mean, that's the reason why we tell stories about heroes. So I would say, you know, it sounds definitely his, he's, he's not only has he, I think, taken his illness in a heroic way, He's worked very hard on behalf of making people aware of how terrible Parkinson's is. And I know that many years ago, he was extremely vocal about finding a cure for Parkinson's. You know, my father-in-law suffered from it, and one of my best friends has it. And I've seen the ravages of what he can do, of course. And Michael Fox realized that as a celebrity... You know, he might bring a greater publicity to the what's what's happening and using his celebrity. I mean, he's raised millions and millions of dollars. He even raised three hundred dollars from the Kolakowski family. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> of my dollars that I made working hard. Uh huh. You were babysitting. How did you make three hundred dollars? I made water bottle holders. You made water bottles. Water bottle holders. It's like something you put around your neck and you put the. 
crocheted. Water ball in, crocheted. Oh, it sounds like you should go on Shark Tank, maybe. You guys could maybe get some investments in there. You can give more money to Michael J. Fox. <laughs> I thought the show sort of didn't need to have Andy. What do you guys think? No, <laughs> they put Andy because... Because she got pregnant, actually. Meredith Baxter Birdie got pregnant. The pregnancy with Andy coincided with the actual real-life pregnancy of Meredith Baxter? Yes. Uh-huh. I'll, t- I'll tell you, I like the show, but there's one character I really do not like on the show. Who do you think that is? Nick? If you say Nick, I'll punch you. <laughs> it's not Nick. I like Nick. Who do you think is the character that I really don't believe is a is is the same type of actor as everyone else? There's a lot of wonderful television series where every actor is sort of almost perfect and they they work great. This program has one person who's a key member of this family. I already giving it away. Who I really don't believe. Skippy. No, Skippy is tremendous. Come on. Skippy Skippy is tremendous. Skippy Handelman, the Jewish next door neighbor, of course. He's great. Adopted, but he's still a Jew. He's a Jew, yes. Talking about Jennifer. Of course, I knew it. I knew Jennifer, Jennifer is not the, she's supposed to be so smart. She's even as smart as Alex is. And she's supposed to be a great athlete. I really never bought Tina Yothers at all. You know, I never really bought her. She's not terribly cute and she's not terrible, uh, such a great actress. Don't say that. that. Don't say that. People tell her she looks like her. People tell who? Tell my mother that she looks like Tina Yothers. She looks like Tina Yothers. Okay. My point is, on television, everybody has to be a superstar. You know what I'm saying? None of us can be television stars, all right? <laughs> We're all... What? You think you could be a TV star? Okay. My point is, though, don't you think, though, forget about her looks. Don't you think, even in terms of her acting ability, yes. you know, you, it's almost like you can tell she's reading the lines. You can yes. almost tell she's yeah. reading the cue cards. Especially in the later seasons. Like, in the first season... Well, she's then like, she's so young, you know. Star character. Yeah, I think when this always happens when you have very small children, so you know they just have to be a little bit cute, and you know as long as they don't get in the way. But you know, as the episodes, some of them centering on her growing up, her having a boyfriend, her feeling too intellectual. I I, I almost want to turn off the show. Like when I know she's the center of the program, I know the show isn't going to be as moving you know there's another thing i think about family ties do you think it's a complete comedy or is there some drama in it as well for you it's not cold dramedy it's not it's not cold dramedy but there's serious episodes in other words so it, it might on this program you know we sort of talk about we try to put things in perspective guys so it could be this was one of the first shows that wasn't just yuck 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 like laugh laugh all the time it had a certain even though you knew you were going to get the laughs whether it was from nick or from mostly mallory right i was, I was mostly uh, from alex alex, alex was usually a character. yeah you're right i'm saying he's the butt of the joke he's not the but mallory was always you know, the bubblehead, the one who, is, who doesn't get anything, right? She, Justine Bateman has to play as if she's as, as no intelligence whatsoever. And she's just, you know. But Mallory has a higher IQ than Alex. 
So yeah, I I was that one of the episodes. It doesn't sound. Yeah. The, it, it seems like that's sort of like that's ever stretching it. Well, uh, you know, they attack a lot of very serious issues, racism, and they say Jewish that. people in the very first episode. Yeah. Wow. Look, the, you know, it's 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 clear that the show is a product of its time. They were trying to deal with some adult issues. I think that one of the things that bothered me about the show was that you knew when they said, let's let's leave them alone. They need to talk. We got to get out of the kitchen. Like that happens almost in every episode. Like, like you know, as the- Jennifer's always like, come on, Andy, let's go upstairs. And you knew that moment was going to be the the message of the of the program. That, okay, you don't have to be, you don't have to try to show off. I'm sorry what I did to you. I had to learn a lesson. Like you knew something was going to happen in the kitchen that would somehow be the message you would. One episode they kept saying, we have to go do the thing. And then they were like, we're going to go in the living room and watch movie. And Stephen goes, which movie? And Elise goes, the thing. And Stephen's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) We've seen that movie a million times, and he, then he just goes, "Oh, the thing." I see. <laughs> I mean, uh, w- was that one of the shows that, like, I remember in the eighties? You know, the the bumpers, the the advertised episode, like, and now a very special a episode. Very special yeah. episode. Was there a lot of very family special family. episodes of Family Ties? Or yeah, there were a lot of. I, I think there was one. There was a there was there There's was one that was a um, continuing episode. Where his friend commits suicide, right? No, that was one episode, and it was Mallory's friend. There's one episode. Where was the episode where Alex? There's like an episode that's a his friend gets in a car crash, and he questions his his friend gets in a car crash. I remember it's a double episode, right? Yeah, right. And there's some big speech that he makes, like at the very end, and he has to go to a psychiatrist, right? And he has to talk about his pain that he's having. I actually thought that was a little bit too, too weepy and too dramatic. I think they, you know, it's not, no? It's not, no. It I is. can tell from personal experience, it's not at all too dramatic. Uh-huh. Well, I, I guess <laughs> from my taste, I guess, dramatic? I, 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 I thought that it was sort of like telegraphing where it was going. Like you knew there was going to, you knew Alex was going to have to have this epiphany where he'd have to come make peace with this idea and live with it. And that was going to be this big moment. I think the audience even, because it was all filmed in front of a live audience, even the audience like applauds, I think at that, at that time. You're, I agree with you. Alex is the, you know, Michael J. Fox's timing was great. And I think, like I say, Justine Bateman, played her role very, very well. I always felt a lot of sympathy for her because, you know, she, you can tell, like, she's, she struggled with the fact that she's in a, a family of very smart people and, and she's not like her parents at all, right? She, she loves fashion. She just wants to, you know, you know, look good. And she's not interested in going to these colleges like her mother and father did. No, that's true. She makes a career out of what she loves. But it, but it's interesting that that it takes a while for her parents to understand that about her, and I always thought that you know she you know, she had that plight. Do you guys recognize? Of course, you know you live with your father, who's a pretty right wing guy. You, you realize how Republican and 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 that's part of the 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 comedy of the program is that they're very liberal and their son is a, is a is a is a conservative. Do you guys find yourself agreeing with a lot of Alex's? Political opinions as well. 
No, but I see we that really, my we're not really father agrees with them. Very You're not much. what? We're not, we're not very political. political. We're 15. <laughs> <laughs> Alex was also supposed to be 15. And of course, he was very political. 17. I think when the when the show starts, I think he's supposed to be 15 or 16, he's right? 17. <laughs> he's 17 when the show starts? Yes. And Mallory is 15 and Jennifer is 9. Okay. I, I, again, I haven't done my homework today. But do you, do you guys understand what it means that he he likes the Republicans and he believes Richard Nixon was a very great man? Does that did you got does that go over your head, or do you guys understand what that what that's about? I understand. We understand because we live with this man. We live with our father, and also uh, at school, it's very political as well. So we In other words, the, the school that you go to is is very is if they if it's political it's more conservative right wing so you get that what what about the fact that one of the things that Alex believes in very strongly not just his politics but his idea of 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 economy of making money how important that is to to be able to be, obtain wealth. And that if you don't, if you don't, don't want to obtain wealth, there's something wrong with you. Do you guys believe there's a sickness in, in Alex's character? Or do you? No, do you, he also like money. money. <laughs> or you guys, you guys also like making money. Only yeah. them, only them. I'm, no, you also love making money. We no. all love making money. No, I'm having, a, I'm having a hard time knowing exactly who I'm talking to, but I, I know <laughs> I'm talking, I'm talking to a group of three, right? Three of yeah. you? Okay. Yeah. And who came to my house? Razy was at my house, right? Yeah. Okay. Raisy's yeah, in the middle, right? Raisy in the middle? Yes. Raisy, Sora, and Faggy, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. The oldest is Faggy. Yes. And then Raisy, right? Yeah. And then Sora. Family Ties, of course, did last for a number of years, right? How many years was it on uh, Yitzchuk? From and- 1982 to 1989. Right. When was the first episode? First episode September, September 22, 22nd. 19- 1982. Yeah. I think eventually Mallory ends up marrying Nick, right? Well, it's we never don't, confirmed. We do not I, see it in the show. But according to Google, they do get married. Uh, in other words, fan fiction about it, they do get married. No, <laughs> it's, it's confirmed, but not in the show. It's confirmed, not in the show, but it's, it's canon. canon. It's canon. It's not fan fiction. And of course, you know, one thing that the documentary made very clear that was I never that saw after tonight, maybe your parents will let you watch the documentary. But in the no, documentary, no, there is a movie and it's not streaming anywhere. And I'm very upset. Was it was, was just called Family Ties? Family, Family Ties Vacation. Vacation. They go to, they London. Go to London. And is uh it's a TV movie or it's yes, it was re- it was released it wasn't released theatrically. No. What I was going to say was the the documentary still made it very clear that the Tracy Pullman character was introduced as Alex's love interest in as as this uh, when Alex was in college. At the same time she was introduced into the cast, there also became a real live romance between Alex and her, and of course they're still married. I mentioned to you guys that, of course, she's a Jewish girl. Her brother is a is a award-winning writer, Michael Pollan. And uh, Tracy Pollan also has written a, a, a cookbook of Jewish recipes as well. 
and they've raised their kids as Jews, knowing they're Jews. Is it implied that Alex and what's Tracy's character's name and the Ellen? Is it is it implied that she and Ellen are going to get married, or they? No, she moves to Paris. She moves to Paris, so they sort of break up. I, yeah. I think for a while, by the way, and one time was Alex's girlfriend on the show. For two seasons. For how many seasons was it? Two seasons. For two seasons, right? So it's interesting that they never they they didn't feel they wanted to marry Alex off on the show. I guess not. Yeah, I, I guess again, part of it was you know what, where would they go? I mean, if he if he if he gets married, then he's not living at home anymore, so he's not interacting. That's the last episode. Alex doesn't live here anymore. Right, right. Alex leaves, but they knew that was going to be. But if Alex would have gotten married earlier in the show, I mean, how would they explain how he's still around? He was such an important part uh, of the program. So I think that we've gone through a lot of this, this program with you guys, and we've discovered that it, it, it resonates. I think you guys have been very articulate. You've answered the questions, I think. Pretty well. I mean, Alex would have given you at least a B plus, I think, on the way you guys answered tonight. And maybe Mallory and Jennifer would have given you guys an A. But I think you definitely got a big, you got a solid B plus uh, from Alex and Jennifer and, and, and Mallory give you guys an A for being part of our program tonight. So don't make a promise, but hopefully you guys will come back, tell us some more about some of the great shows that you guys like and why you like it. And for everybody else, Watch your step on the way out, everybody. We'll catch you later. Be well. Have a wonderful, wonderful circus. Take care. Thanks for joining us for another episode from the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a single episode.